Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chats. We are on the eve of Gervonta Tank Davis and Ruby Romero. Um, we've had so many great, first off, sorry, Chance Michaels, how are you, my brother? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Dude, I'm just so excited. I almost forgot to introduce you, man. That's good, man. It's going to be a good fight. Yes. That being said, I remembered one thing. Guys, before you do anything, before we go any further, like and subscribe to our channel, please. It means the world to us. It allows us to do more and more things. Um, we just need to get those numbers up. Uh, the more we can get the numbers up, the more content we can start providing, the more things that we can do uh, and free us up to do more. Uh, ironically enough, that's as weird as it sounds. Um, we want to be here for the long haul. There's so much to do, so much to talk about. So yeah, guys, like and subscribe. Follow us on all social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Chats? Share the videos too. Share the podcast. Share the links. Spread them around to your friends. And grandma, dad. 100%. When you're in bed with your woman, when you're in bed with your woman, you tell her to tell all her friends at that time. You know, just, just tell everybody, man. Yeah. Tell everybody. that We just want everyone to know who we are. And uh, the more we can get out there, the better we can provide content and the guests that we want to talk to and that you guys want to hear from. Um, I think we've proven without a shadow of a doubt that we have a different style than most other podcasts out there. Absolutely. Uh, our questioning or the, the way we approach our guests, the way we want to show these people to the public is different than I think anyone else is doing. Absolutely. hundred percent agree with you. You want to have something different, different flavor. You know what I mean? Add, adding a little sizzle to the steak as JR would say. Here you go, JR. All right. So before we go into that, let's talk about this really quick chat. Uh, Canelo triple G it's official. Uh, it was announced earlier this week on Monday. We don't have a venue yet. I, I kept going back to check at the time of this recording today. Um, we don't have a venue. We do know it's September 17th. Uh, the trilogy is here. Time to put a feather in the cap, man. See what happens here. Yeah, you know, I'm, I I guess you and I are more on the side of the boxing purist and, you know, real, you know, full-time boxing fans. Um, I think a lot of us in that category of fandom aren't really looking forward to it, per se, at the moment. Hold on. We're not looking forward to it at the moment just based on the age difference and, and the storyline going into it and the time that's passed and whatnot. But I believe like the fight that we're going to break down here shortly, um, there's a lot of us, you know, who will probably get hyped up as we get close. Um, I'm already starting to get a little hyped up because I guess, you know, I went back and I watched the Murata fight one more time. Triple G still has power. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, right? yeah. He, he still brings power to the table. Can't take that away from him. The other thing that I think is going to make this maybe a bit more interesting that I was giving it credit for initially was that he doesn't really have to worry about the weight cut this time either. No. Nope. Right? So you're going in 168 with not much of a weight cut at all. Uh, your power is still intact. I think my only fear for Triple G, and this is, you know, the body shots. I mean, can he handle them? Well, he did it for the first two fights and never went down. So I don't see it being a problem this time. 
It was three years removed, and Canelo's gotten stronger, man. I'm going to say that. That's yeah, just but you know, Canelo's coming off a loss. Triple E was able to handle his power, handle his power, no problem last time. So he'll handle his power. He might lose a decision. Everybody's saying Triple G, I'm reading the forums. People, oh, Triple E's going to get knocked out. Triple E's not getting knocked out. He's never been knocked out. He's not going to no. get knocked. Out. He might lose, but he's not getting knocked out. I yeah, I think a decision. I think it's going to go to decision, or if worst comes to worst, it's going to be a ref stoppage, you know, probably in the ninth or tenth round. That's the way I figure. I mean, the way Canelo performs at his own weight class against people in his own caliber, um, he kind of turns on the Jets around the eighth or ninth round and usually finishes these guys at that point with the referee. Well, they went 24 rounds so far. Nobody's went down yet, so I don't see it being different. Well, round 25, here we come, and I, I think it's a scary fight as well for Canelo. I mean, yeah. you think about it. He loses again. That's two in a row. I mean, considering what he accomplished last year, his career would be in a tailspin of sorts, right? I mean, it takes a lesser... His number one rival, all well, the belt it. in the line. Well, that's it, and it kind of takes a lesser off anything he might want to do after that, like, I mean, the Charlo fights or the Benavides fights or anything. I mean... Well, Hurdy Hearn's saying he's going to fight Triple G and then in spring, you know, in May, because he's Cinco de Mayo, he's going to fight a Bivol. Bivol again, I understand that, and I appreciate it. Like I, This Triple G uh, Canelo fight will be the biggest fight of the year, hands down. No. Number one for pay-per-views for boxing, 100%. No, no, for sure, man. I, again, I, I have nothing but respect for what Canelo is trying to do. Oh yeah, you know I uh, love that. Yeah. I'm glad. I wanted. I love Triple G, so I'm happy that he did this. I love. Yeah, it. yeah. So I, I think it's fair to say that depending where it is, I, you know what? I don't even care where this thing's going to be. If it's in Dallas, if it's in LA, if it's in Vegas, I think we're going to be there. We'll be there, yeah. Because this might be yeah. Triple G's last fight, win or lose. Well, I don't know, but you don't want. Yeah. I don't want to find out, so I want to be there. But the rumors that I've been hearing is SoFi Stadium where the Rams play, or Vegas. So. But well, I mean, it's got to be a big venue, one way or the other, right? It's got to be ATT Stadium, SoFi, or Allegiant. I don't know, dude. I think they're going to put it at MGM if they have it. You think That's it's going to be MGM, eh? Yeah, because when they did Pocky Mayo, they put it at MGM too, and they could have easily done a bigger stadium anywhere. They could have sold. Yeah, it. you know what? I don't know. I think because of Mexican Independence Day as well, it's just going to be. I don't think it's going to be enough to hold. But they're going to just jack the, They just bring the prices of the tickets up to even it no. out. No, I get it, but I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, you want as many people in there, and I know Canelo loves his support. That's what I thought too for Mayweather Pocky, but like Mayweather said, the, the fight is at the MGM or Mandalay Bay. All the gambling, all the hotels come in, they get kicked back. That's why they do it there. I get it, I get it, but let's see, let's see where they go, right? I mean, I know they've done big stadiums before for this guy, so you know, it's. it's I would love it. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not something that's out of line or or that couldn't happen we'll just have to wait and see hopefully next week hopefully by our next uh boxing edition here we'll we'll have a clearer picture and we can share with you they can put in thousand people no problem oh easy man easy easy especially during that time it's independence day right it's i mean a lot of bad blood for this fight you know what i mean oh there's a lot of bad blood i mean there's a lot of bad blood flowing everywhere these days man um yeah. So we, we have, uh, I, I was reading something here kind of interesting. Speaking, you, when you were talking about Triple G's last fight, it reminded me that Pacquiao might be coming back. I heard that. I hope so, because... Where does he, he go? Yeah, where does he go? What's he do? I don't know what he's going to do. But he did, like I said, he lost to Ugas fair and square. I was there. He did lose the fight. I hate saying it, but Ugas won fair and square. But he didn't get knocked down. He never really got hurt. I mean, he got stung, but he never really got all the damage. And like Pacquiao said, you get used to the limelight, the training... The acknowledgement, and of course, another twenty million in your bank don't hurt. The more you make, the more you want. 
to, to uphold your lifestyle. You know what I mean? So I heard that too that he might come back. I don't know if it's just maybe this is an exhibition fight like Mayweather's doing. It seems to be the trend. Speaking of Mayweather, he uh, fought Dangerous Dan. Um, yeah. His sparring he partner. Yeah. He played with him, man. He basically oh. just played with him for that whole fight. How much did he make for that fight? $20 million, $30 million? He made He made a shitload of money. I don't know the he exact figure. He's but... got another fight coming up, another exhibition. Against who? He hasn't set his opponent yet. Well, uh, that being interesting, uh, he, Amir Khan actually called him out recently. Today or yesterday? Yeah. The thing with the exhibition fights is there's no winner. Like, so if you go to the end decision, it's like, oh, that's a fight's over. Like, you don't announce the winner. Like when Tyson and Roy Jones did that, that was god awful, by the way. But there's no winner. It just they just raise your hand and say thanks for fighting. Right? They don't. There's no judges or anything. Right? Well, yeah. I don't. It's, it's kind of lame. I don't really know how you do. I guess I know how you do exhibition boxing, but I mean, I I really think it's all just nostalgia. Really, at the end of the day, it's just it is. to be able. It's kind of like going to that concert where they have all the 80s bands come out or the 70s bands all perform yeah and your parents and grandparents are all happy reliving their teenager days and shit you see it on pbs sometimes right they have cool of the gang and fucking <laughs> sly and the guy i don't know like all those bands yeah. from the 70s and shit the cheek <laughs> that beach boys are coming to the PE man for that, 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 that those concerts they do the amphitheater there actually there's i was checking out that whole list uh, the b52s are going to be there um like you said um beach boys the beach boys are going to be there chicago I, is there chicago is going to be there uh cake is going to be there that's going to be pretty cool if there's any shows that i want to see i would like to go see cake i, I know love that cake or any other songs which one that popular one i know the name of it with that Techno beat one. Came oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know the name myself, but uh, the one that really I liked is their, their uh, redo of I Will Survive. If you ever have a chance, no, check no. out that version. Uh, the Roberta Flack, I Will Survive. You know that song, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they did a cover of it. It was fucking awesome, man. It was really cool. That was the first song I actually heard from Cake. And I said, hey, who are these guys? And I'm like, oh, wow, Cake. Nice. So, I love to see the Beach Boys, but they're not having Brian Wilson there, I don't think. So it's like, uh I think you only have how many members are left. Well, there's Brian Wilson, Mike Love. I think the good the core of the singers are still there. They're in the oh, 80s. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, if you want to go check it out, let's go check it out. But here's the doing it different this year at the PE. Um, so the PE, the what is it? Pacific National Exhibition. It's a fair that's held uh, the last two weeks of August, uh, going out, you know, starts last two weeks of August, closes down on Labor Day, right? September, whatever it is. Yep. So it's it's a big fair. It's a, they have all the rides and all the animals and the marketplace and they do this big concert series for 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 the fans as well. So and great food there. The food trucks are killer there. Food trucks are good always. Uh, always good food there. Uh, you, the one place where you can buy deep fried butter, literally deep fried yep. fucking butter. What the hell, man? Shit. I guess. I, I guess so, man. I mean, people are buying it. I mean, I tried the deep fried Oreos and stuff. And yeah, I'll be honest, man. After a couple, uh, you know, how do you do's, it, it goes down pretty smooth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're doing it different this year. They're actually, uh, you have to buy tickets for the show. I see that. So before you just buy your mission fee, you go to the concert for free. Now, was it $15 or something? Well, it all depends. If you want a seat or something, it all averages about $50 to $25 to $5 for like standing room. It's not bad. I guess so, man. I mean, I guess plus your mission fees. You're paying about 60 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you could be like our parents back in the day, you know. Not only did they bring food with them to so you didn't have to buy anything there. 
and if the conscious and stuff, you'd stand on the bench or something and kind of look in. I don't think they'll let you bring. I know I don't think they'll let you bring food in the peony. I think they check your. Oh, bag. they do. No, no, no. They everyone does, man. You check it out. All, all the, all the families around the little picnic benches. They, they bring out their little cooler or whatever, and they yeah, have their sandwiches and stuff. Yeah, man. Okay. People do it all the time. I mean, I never noticed that, but okay. well, I never. It's not my thing personally. I kind of figure if you're at something like a fair, you want to eat fair food. With food trucks that are really famous. Right. Know? Like, I mean, that's the whole purpose of going there. It's just like, okay, for example, they have the big barbecue section. I like going down there and eating barbecue. Oh, dude. Right? Like, it's it's kind of like going on holiday with the family or something, and you don't eat at any restaurants because you always buy the food from home. Yeah, bag lunch. <laughs> right? Like, fuck that, man. I'm sorry. You know, no disrespect, but I, I just find if you're on holiday, if you're out and about, if you're going to a fucking fair, eat the food at the fair. That's a part that's of the really experience. Good. Oh, food trucks are so good. There's some really good ones there. No, they're always you tons like, of fun. Whatever kind of food you like, they're going to have it there. Any they kind of it all. You name it, man. If I can hot dog on a stick or corn dog, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the way through. But, dude, we really digressed here. Um, so, this Saturday, guys, the fight that I've actually been waiting for, but didn't realize how much I was excited for until the until this week. Um, Tank Abbott, or sorry, Tank Abbott. Well, I'd love to see Tank Abbott. <laughs> tank, Tank, uh, Tank Davis, Javante Tank Davis against Roly Romero. Uh, Davis, 26 and 0 with 24 knockouts. Roly coming in with uh, 14 and 0 and 12 knockouts. Um, Davis comes in at five feet, five inches and a half with a 67 and a half inch reach. Roly, 5'8. So he's got a two-inch height advantage. Now, this is the interesting one. He's only got half an inch I know. In reach advantage. Another cool stat about Javante Tank Davis, he has a 93% knockout-to-win ratio. 93% of his opponents he's knocked out. Yeah, 26-0, and 0, man. I mean, the two fights okay. that he didn't knock the guys out, yeah, they, they took him to the distance. Um, most recently, Isaac Cruz, uh, the pit bull himself, took him full 12. Um, that actually fight when he fought Cruz was supposed to be Romero, but Romero got caught up in that sexual assault stuff. Yeah, so this thing's been delayed since December. So Tank took that fight instead to kind of, you know, have a fight lined up. Uh, unfortunately, Roley was facing some um, sexual misconduct assault charges. Assault allegations, yeah. But apparently, well, I guess not apparently, they got dropped and everything's okay now. And uh, he's good to it's go. Hard to, he probably did it. It's just hard to prove, man. There's no facial marks. It's your word versus hers. You got, these guys got to be careful. I almost feel that if if it's, I don't. You know what? Let's just move on. I don't want to get into that. It's just. I'd say Rolling's not <laughs> a likable guy, though, man. I don't like anything about the guy. The way he talks, his I'll be honest. I can't stand the guy. I thought the guy was really like when I watched the first press conference back in March. I guess it would have been to kind of get this thing going. You know, it was a real, that was probably the first time I actually listened to him talk. And I thought, man, this guy's remedial, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he kind of reminded me of Michael Pena. He's a guy in, um, he's just uh, Puerto Rican. I think he's Puerto Rican or Venezuelan actor. And he kind of plays those roles, that kind of dopey character. Yeah. And he has those facial expressions that kind of match. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this guy's fucking just like that, but in real life. Yeah. But now I'm watching it more and more. I'm thinking this guy's fucking funny. Like, oh, he's funny. He just seems like a greasy guy, you know, the sexual assault stuff and the way I, yeah, I guess so. I'm I'm kind of 
Yeah, no, but it's just like, uh, I, I think Terrence even said, Terrence Crawford, uh, but he tweeted out yesterday uh, something along the lines, like, this guy just keeps talking, and he doesn't even know what he's talking about, it seems he's, like. He's a great entertainer. He knows how to sell a fight. He's got us. He sold this fight. I think he's the one who sold this fight, not Tank. Did you see what happened at the press conference today? Yeah, this morning. I mentioned it uh, on our Instagram post. Uh, I just gave him that little elbow. Now, I don't know if it was enough to push him off the stage or how much he embellished, like I said earlier. But, but did, you um, what, did you hear what David uh, uh, Romero's trainer is saying? If his ankle's sore, he won't fight tomorrow. Dude, he fell off a couple feet, barely. It was a, just a little love tap. His ankle's fine. I don't want that to be an excuse, you know, tomorrow. Well, I, I think they're looking for something here, man. Uh, you know, um, I think, you know, going back to Easy Cruz fight that he had in December, Javante, I think that was the best thing that happened to him, personally. Yeah. Because Cruz gave him a run for the money. Cruz could have won that fight. He could have. You know, I feel Javante squeaked that win out. Like, yeah, he won. I'm not have, I don't have any problem with him winning that fight. But I really feel that Isaac Cruz, Easy Cruz took him. Took him the distance, man. He could have won that fight. That's the hardest fight Tank's ever had, for sure. And I think that's the best thing that ever happened to him, man. Because before this, everyone's always saying all these fights have been padded. Mayweather's been protecting him. You know, most of the guys that he's fought have had to, you know, really struggle to get the weight down to, to make it happen and whatnot. So fighting Isaac that way and having that in his pocket now, I think it's going to do him wonders going into this fight. Um, Mayweather, he's leaving Mayweather promotions after this fight. Yeah, yeah, his contract is up. He, he, where's he, he going? Didn't... I haven't heard, but well, I mean, when he was talking to Brian Custer back in March, this is the first time that it was kind of brought up, or in April, late April, or whenever he did the interview with Custer. Uh, and that's when he kind of came up that you know it was time his contract was up. Uh, this week he's kind of been backpedaling, backpedaling a bit on well, it, saying it. like, Yeah, it is my last fight, but I haven't said that I'm not re signing with him. Right, I think this fight, the outcome of this fight, will determine if he stays or goes. It could um, be as a as a ploy to get a little more cash. You know, pay me a little bit more, Floyd, or I'm out of here. That could be a marketing ploy too. Well, it could be a marketing ploy as well. But I, I also think along the lines that I think Javante is a pretty smart guy overall. Yeah. I think he's pretty intelligent. I think he gets the bigger picture. This is the second time now that Floyd has had a fight around the same time as his main guy. That's a good point, yeah. Right? So you are trying to sell pay-per-views for your man. And, you know, us working guys, us working people, the people who work hard every day so we can have enough money in our pocket to buy a pay-per-view, you know, what do you want? Do you want your, your up-and-coming star to get those numbers? Or are you going to take the money to pad your own sort of a deal? Okay. Nothing. I haven't heard anything about it. It's just something I've thought about. I'm trying to understand where he's coming from. You know, is it time to take off the training wheels for Javante? Does he feel that he needs to move on in order to build his legacy? Um, because of like the history. He was with top rank and then he moved on to his own sort of his own production or his own promotional company and Russ's history, right? So yeah, yeah. Like I mean, he can still stay with Heyman and Showtime if he wants to. You know, he doesn't have to stay with Floyd Mother, if, uh, you know, Floyd promotions. Davis is a top um, ten top ten fighter like pound for pound in the world. So he can go anywhere he wants, top rank, golden boy, Mayweather promotions, whatever he wants to do. Master. Yeah, and, and he's talking all the right stuff. Like he's saying, I want to fight these guys. He wants to fight the Jermel and the Jamals. And he wants to fight he's saying give me the winner of Camboso and Haney. But I think he'd have to wait almost a year for that, if not a year and a half. Because after this, no matter what happens in this fight next week 
with with those two, Haney and uh, Combosos, there's a rematch. There is, yeah. Right? So I know whoever loses is going to want that rematch right away. So why not put our boy from Vegas, Tofino Lopez versus Tank? I mean, he's calling them all out. Let's see who they want to fight. Let's see who, who he's going to do. I guess he's got to sign his contract somewhere or follow the path of Canelo and just be independent, man. Just go to promotion to promotion and, and uh, you know, fight for those titles there. Fight, sign one fight deals like Canelo does. I mean, yeah. that's the only way I think you can become unified now. Be an independent. Yeah. Just show up at Showtime and go, okay, I'll fight your champion. This is what I want. Done. Yep. Okay, I'll fight your champion. It's on top rank. Okay, fine. No problem. ESPN, this is what I want. Yeah. I'll, I'll hand it to Canelo. The guy's smart. He, he wanted to unify everything and he did it. And that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. Now, maybe there's a future with some of these top boxers. They might become independent. They don't need the top ranks and Golden Boys and all that. They just do their own thing. I think it's probably the best way to do it. And you still have Golden Boy. You still have Eddie Hearns and you still yeah. have Paul. You know, uh, Heyman out there for Showtime and whatnot, and but you just work with them as an independent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't don't lock yourself into five six fight contracts. Yeah. People like that guaranteed money too, though, right? But that's the only way you're going to get the guaranteed money because you sign a one off, you're going to get that money. Yeah. Right. And with the commissions and everything, they hold the purses anyway. Everything has to be put in escrow, and then the commission takes the money. Yeah. And that's it. Good people around you, though, if you're doing the independent route, right? You got to make sure you really know what you're doing because you can get hoodwinked really quick in boxing. Oh, no, 100%. You can totally, right? So, I mean, you got to have the right people, but I think that's the trend. I think it's going to be more and more that way. And I think in the, as we progress here in the future, you're we're going to see a lot more of these young studs fight, man. The right guys at the right time. Yeah. You know, now, unfortunately, our generation had to sit through some fights, wait for some fights to happen. You know, but unfortunately, they were grained the beard. Yeah. And, what's up? What's up with Bud and uh, Errol Spence? The year's almost. We got years half over here. Nothing's set in stone yet. You know what? They're they're talking. So I've heard. Uh, if anything's going to happen, this is probably going to be in November. I think. I hope so. It'd be a great way to finish the year off. Yeah, I think they're going to target this for the end of the year. Um, this is something in the works. I know it's in the works. I know they're talking. It just, I think it's just going to come down. We'll probably hear something, I think, in July. I think something will come down in July for this before the Joshua fight. Before the Joshua fight, yeah. Now, Fury's saying, Bob Aram saying, Oh, Fury's going to wait around to see who wins Joshua and Usyk. Fury will fight the winner of Joshua Usyk, yeah. 100%. If I mean, because okay, here's the deal, man, you're going to strip Josh Taylor of his title, and it's only been two months, right? No one's taking those titles off of Fury. No one, the w, WBC has not even asked for it yet. He's fighting again. He'll probably wait. He's going to wait to see the outcome of this fight, and he'll that'll, he'll that'll be his swan song. It has to be. That's the only thing he hasn't done has been undisputed. He will be. He will right? get it. And he'll get it, right? He came close. I mean, in essence, yes, he's had all four titles. Mm-hmm. He did. I mean, he, he took three of them from Klitschko, and then, he, you know, unfortunately, he went through what he went through. But... um. He's had all four belts, just not at the same time. And I don't, they'll never admit it, but Usyk and Joshua, they don't want no part of Fury. <laughs> Trust me. They want him to retire. They don't want to mess around with that. He's just too big, too strong, too methodical, cut the heart of a lion. So they don't want to play around with that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think Roley only has three rounds to win this fight. The first three? What rounds are you talking I, I think that's what I mean. That's it. I'm giving him, he has up till the end of round three to win this fight, in my opinion. 
Tank Tank has not faced power like this before. Yes, Roley is probably the hardest puncher and one of the biggest guys in the division. Yeah, at five eight, right? The guy can hit. Wait, and, later. and the confidence level for him right now is at an all time high. After what happened to Canelo. Anything right? not, not if nobody, if, if you didn't believe before, I think a lot of these fighters believe I have a chance. If Canelo can lose, anybody can lose. Yeah. Right? He has that chance. I think Tank's defense has to be at the top of his game as this fight be. goes, as at the start of this fight. Rooley's going to come out punching, man. He wants to end it fast. He wants to make a statement. He knows Tank is leaving, possibly. Because both guys are with Floyd. Yeah. They're both in his in his stable. So he sees the opportunity to to end a legacy and take his spot with Floyd. Yeah. Because right now, right now, Tank is the golden boy. Yep. Right? I mean, if there's if there's only one piece of steak and a piece of chicken, I'm sure Tank is gonna get the steak and Roly would get the chicken. Based yeah. on the hierarchy of standings right now, Vegas is given absolutely no respect to Ramiro in this fight at all. Yeah, Vegas gives no respect to nobody, man. Javante <laughs> you know, Davis is a, a minus nine hundred favorite for the people that don't know betting. You would have to bet nine hundred dollars on Tank to win a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you get your nine hundred back. Plus, you get your nine hundred back. But if you, you lose it. it Risking nine to make a hundred is doesn't make any sense, right? No, no, you take the underdog on this one. If you put a hundred bucks on Roly Romero, you'll win six fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, I think dude, his power is insane. And I don't think Davis has faced power like that yet. Right? Hopefully not, but but let's find out. I think I, I, think, I think you know by round seven, I think Javante's gonna put him down. I think, yeah, I, I was gonna think the same thing. I think he's gonna finish him in seven. Um, it's not going the distance. Someone's going to get knocked out here. Yeah, somebody's going down, which is good. Right. You have to high pace action, right? Yeah, I think both guys need to go back and watch Tiafimo and George Camposo's fight and see how that first round played out. Man. Uh, that I think is Roley's blueprint for this fight. He's just going to come out swinging, man. He's got to. You got to put him on his heels. You got to he, make him feel that power. Make him respect him a bit. He has to, right? I mean, especially after the shove today. You know, there's zero respect it's, there. There's that's zero respect. Javante. It just gets people talking. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bad blood. I like no. it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. What did I write here? You know, uh, uh, Tank said yesterday he isn't awkward. He's just a dumbass fighter. Really. Yeah, the question was to him, you know, because Roley's considered to be an awkward fighter. You know, just his, his stance, the way he comes in, everything he does, it's very awkward. So they call it an awkward style. Um, but Tank, Tank was pretty adamant yesterday when at the press conference when he was talking about it, when he was asked about it, saying, look, real fighters know what an awkward fighter is like, right? This guy's not an awkward fighter. He's just a dumbass fighter. <laughs> right? right? So... You know, it's just this back and forth is cool. But then Rolly was saying some stupid shit too. Like, yeah. what color? What color are you gonna paint your fingernails? Mm -hmm. What color are you gonna paint? Like he calling he was calling him a girl, and you know, what time? Are you, when are you gonna paint your fingernails? And blah blah blah. It's funny. If I was Tank, I would have fired back. At least I respect women, buddy. Remember, then you're taking a shot at you know his his all his wrongdoings. 
towards women, I would have fired right back at him. So Tank took the high road on that. I Tank took the high road on a lot of it, man. I mean, he basically called him everything under the sun, tried to get under his skin. Yeah. He'll be, I, those words tomorrow. He'll be eating his words tomorrow night. Well, this, yeah, I mean, based on everything Vegas is telling us, I mean, he's 950 to whatever you said earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Anything can happen. But I hope it's, I hope it's an exciting fight. Yeah, I want to see a good fight, good action, back and forth. I think it's going to be intense. It's going to be fun. It's, 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 um, guys, I, we always say this and whatnot, but this is one I think you should buy. I think so. It's worth the money. You know, and this one week too, Cambosa and Haney. I'm excited for that one. This two and that one I think is going to be on regular. I don't think that's a pay per view for us. I'm not sure. I didn't look into that. I'm not sure myself yet, but I think it's going to. Obviously, it's going to be on ESPN Plus. But I think here, um, it'll probably be on TSN or something. Uh, I don't think it won't be on TSN. If it's on ESPN Plus, it won't be on TSN. No, no. If it's on ESPN Plus, yeah, because all the fight nights and everything from UFC. Yeah, that's a fight night, though. This is a high-level fight, though. They won't right, be but I don't know if they're doing a pay-per-view for this because of where it's coming from. Well, so if you have ESPN+, Plus, they have their pay-per-view, too, right? Right, right, but I don't know if it's pay-per-view. I'm not sure. Well, I guess we'll find out next. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. We should already know, but I guess I haven't really been paying attention to it. That's shame on me. Um, so much going on. There is so much going on here, man. Yeah, so I, th- this fight's set, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, take... You know what? I'll just be a little different than you. Tank and nine. Tank and nine? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say Tank and under seven. A lot of guys are saying it. Shakira was even saying in seven. Was he? Yeah. Um, just kind of going and looking at some of the other guys in the, in the division or in the, in the same brackets. Uh, all of them are all kind of – they're all predicting Tank. You know what, though? Really has nothing to lose, man. That makes him dangerous, right? Everybody's saying you're going to get knocked out. You're going to lose. You can't fight with them, so – it's a dangerous fight. It's a, I mean, yeah, all, all things aside, aside, this is still a very dangerous fight for Tank. Yeah. He's got the most to lose. Oh, yeah. His title, his legacy, and to a loudmouth guy. I mean, if, if, if you really want to think about it, the way Rowley's talking smack, he talks like Jake Paul. Yeah. He's right? selling the fight, man. He's doing a good job of it. He's entertaining. He sold, he, he sold this fight. Yeah. Right, you know, everyone's saying, "Oh, Tank is selling out Barclays, Barclays Center. Tank is doing this, and yeah, maybe he is to a certain extent. But in terms of the buildup and and the promotion for this fight, I I have to, I have to give the win to Roley on that. Absolutely, totally agree right? with you. Guy's been entertaining, entertaining as fuck. Oh He's yeah, so entertaining, right? Like, Very good. Uh, I'll be honest, man. He made me chuckle a couple times. Oh, <laughs> He's funny. He's entertaining. He's a good fighter. I mean, he's got nothing to lose. It makes him dangerous. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. No, it should be a fun. Should I be want, a fun. wanted to win, but I'm not really a fan of either guy. So it doesn't really matter to me. But I prefer to see. I like Tank. I like where Tank is going. I like the future for him. I mean, there's a lot of great fights that can happen yeah. out of this, right? You just look at this particular class of guys. Mm-hmm. Everyone from 140 to 168. There's so many good fights to be had in that young, range. Yeah, a lot of good young talent. Right, and we're we're forgetting a lot of these guys too. Like we're so focused on Errol and, Te- and Bud and the you know Charlo brothers. You know, I mean, there's there's so many those other guys. What Connor Ben? Connor Ben is good, He's, right? We, we there's the the dudes out of England as well that that aren't haven't even made their way over here yet. 
they're going to upset some cards. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time to be a boxing fan, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, we got the Usyk fight coming up. We got Cambosa. We got Triple yeah. G, my man Triple G. I mean, no, we we already know what we have at the beginning of June. Um, I'm I will we'll go back and take a look at the rest of June now and see what's coming up there. One uh, big Charlo is fighting in in June as well, I believe. Fighting in June, I think at the end of June. I'm not sure. The yeah, exact. yeah. Um, Showtime, eh? We out of all the big three right now, and I call the big three top rank Showtime and DAZN right now. Showtime's killing it, bro. They're doing good. They're killing everyone. Mm -hmm. They do good. They put on a good show. The, the last four have been amazing, right? Good, they had Charlo. No, Char yeah, Charlo. Yeah. They had that fight. Then they had uh, the Benavides fight, and now they got this one coming up. This weekend, they're they're doing good. Well, top rank they had the Fury fight and they had the one we were at Stevenson Valdez. So I mean, yeah, it's that was the biggest gate of the year. Ninety thousand people Fury put in Wembley Stadium. Ninety thousand. That's insane for boxing for any event. Ah, uh, yeah, no, especially with with a hyped up crowd that's there to watch fighting. With Fury booze. by far is the biggest star in boxing. Then probably Canelo, but Fury, the way he entertains, he's such a likable guy. He's down and out, and then back to the top again, and he's funny and. No, hundred percent. Next time, next time I get to England, um, one of the things I'm going to do is actually go to that seaside town that he lives in. No, oh, nice. It's a small little town. I'm sure I can find him. I think he's got a place in Vegas too. He's got a place in Vegas, but he's basically predominantly staying out that way now. Yeah. Right. So, I think I'd find him easier there than I would him in Vegas. Oh yeah. Good luck finding him in Vegas too. It's so crowded there. It's hard to find anybody in Vegas, as we found out. Yeah, you can't even find the guy you go to the hotel with. It's so busy. Right? <laughs> MGM's the biggest hotel in, in Vegas, eh? Square foot-wise, by far. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I can feel it. My legs could totally told you that. Massive casino. Just massive. I think the only downside to these hotels in Vegas is it's far from the fucking elevators. Yeah. Oh, it's, they're huge. They're like, <laughs> even in Vegas, folks, these hotels, most of them, they're like mini cities. Water slides, roller coasters, restaurants. I mean, whatever you want, they got it in there. To be honest, I didn't see most of that shit. I think I was just too busy looking for boxers. Yeah, well, I guess it depends what you're looking for. I was looking for fights, man. Which is good. You met Biden, you met Tofino, so that's pretty good. Michaela Mayer and Alicia Baumgartner are going to fight soon as well. That's a next big female fight that's coming up here. Another unification fight. Um, I just wanted to mention that really quick. Also, yeah. another big woman's fight that's going to be coming up here pretty soon if they sign pretty close to signing is going to be Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields. So this is really cool. You've had the six biggest names in female boxing fighting each other. It's cool. It's, good it's going to be cool. Women's division. I like Michaela Mayer. I've been watching her for the last four or five years. I've enjoyed watching her. She's really cool. Uh, and she's also ripping it up on top rank now as commentator as well. So she's she's yeah, she she's, is a good uh, she, she's doing really well for herself. The Alicia Baumgartner fight's gonna be really cool. There's that but there. Uh the Savannah Marshall, the only loss I believe that Clarissa Shields has had is against her in the amateurs, I believe. Uh so she's holding on to that. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Savannah Marshall posted Savannah's from Scotland, I believe, or Wales, I'm not sure, but she's from from the uh from the UK. Yeah. Um, she posted, Hey, happy anniversary, Clarissa, showing her only loss. I've seen you know? that, yeah. So, 
so that's going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to those two fights as well. We don't have dates on those yet, but they should be coming up pretty soon in terms of the dates and whatnot. Um, I just wanted to touch on that because, like I said, the women are putting on a great product as well here too. Yep. The guys are kind of, you know, showing up and doing their piece. I got to say, 2022 has probably been one of the best years of boxing that I've seen. In a while, in the last few years, it's been pretty so good. So yeah. far, because, I mean, there's been so much, so much lack on, on all of these guys, you know. Oh, so-and-so is not fighting so-and-so. We have to wait so long. And the UFC is putting on the fights that everybody wants to see. And those are scary fights because you can basically destroy a career with a loss. Yep. You change your whole trajectory, but that's the beauty of it. The best versus the best. Only the best are supposed to survive. Absolutely. Right? You look yes. at the laws of nature and how the world, nature works. The sick and the weak stay behind to be eaten by the line so the rest of the herd can survive. Same has to be in sports. If you said man. that as a high school teacher, they'd fire you, dude, for saying that. It's a reality. It is it's a reality, truth. but they don't always teach reality anymore. <laughs> well, that's the problem with the world then. Mm. People don't, you know, people don't have a sense of what their actual reality is, man. Well, I, I'm 100% in agreement with you. I'm just saying. Like, think about it. Why do you think the wildebeest cr cross one end of the desert to the other? It's to, it's to weed out the herd. Yep. Right? They go through the rivers. They go through the big uh, grassy areas. And the unfortunate, the old wildebeest, the broken down wildebeest, they're the back of the pack. They're the ones who are going to provide the food to the lions, hyenas, and everyone else to ensure that the, the, the herd can survive and, and carry on. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. And, and that's with every animal except humanity. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's right. another, I was just saying, it's just the way it is. And, and the same in sports, and that's the, especially combat sports. You want to see the best against the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I want to see Charlo Benavides. I want to see uh, Canelo Benavides. I'm you calling will. for that fight. That's the fight I think I'm looking forward to the most for Canelo. I like to see him fight Charlo as well, obviously. I think those are the one fight. I have a bias because I'm a big Triple G fan. That's the fight I want. This is the fight I want to see. No, no, the that's fine. That, yeah, that yeah. But see, here's the thing. Triple G loses this, or sorry, if Canelo loses this fight, that makes those other fights, you know, subpar. Canelo's taking a risk here by taking this fight just so that loses, right? I respect now, Canelo. Fight people want to see this, the biggest fight in boxing. It's a money fight. Let's get it over with. I'll shut all you Triple G fans up, put him into retirement, old folks home, whatever he's saying. And uh, we'll see what happens September 17th. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, on a sad note here, really quickly, a uh, friend of the show, Steve Molitor, uh, big shout out to him this weekend. Um, our condolences to him and his family. He lost his grandmother, I believe, uh, this week. So, um, you know, just, just a big um, shout out to you, my friend. And I, I hope uh, you and the family are doing well and i hope grandma's resting now and i think i hope everything's going well for you guys man so Absolutely. uh from sap and chance um our condolences and best wishes to you and your family man absolutely but uh yeah so i guess you know here we are we're, we're just hours away now i guess about 24 hours away in essence to to this great fight um we will come back with a preview show a review show on this and you know tell you our thoughts and how it went down and um I hope it's exciting. There is an undercard involved in this as well. Uh, we'll talk about that as well as we as we do the show for that. 
Um, yeah, I, I think that's it for us, man. Do you have my anything question, to add? My question for you, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Got something for you here. We're going to go Chances Top 5. Oh, okay. It's going to be dream booking. So you're going to take somebody from the new day, like our era, and somebody from the old day if you want. I want you to put together five dream fights that never happened that, that you'd like to see. So it could be like you could say Muhammad Ali versus Tyson Fury, Pocky versus Leonard, whatever you want. Okay, uh, Tyson. Bobby Sass's top five dream fights. Ali, Tyson, in their primes. Yeah, it's all in their primes. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, Ali, okay. Tyson, definitely. Okay. Um, Hagler, Canelo. Okay, two. Be fun. Um, oh, God, you put me on the spot here, man. Um, Rocky Marciano against Floyd. Mayweather? Yeah. Well, it wouldn't work as a heavyweight. I know, I know. I, the only thing, reason I was thinking that is, you know, the, the undefeated, yeah. The undefeated versus undefeated, right? But uh, okay. I guess that wouldn't work. Uh, you know what? I like to see Floyd against Hearns or okay. Floyd against Hearns or Sugar Ray or yeah. Hagler, any of those three against him. Um, okay. Two more. Two more. I would like to see. Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd in 19, between 1999 and 2004. I would love to see that. That would have been a fight. That's when that, sh that should have happened, in my opinion. Um, is that a fair one? I know it's already happened, but I mean, we're talking primes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then one more. Man, I want this one to be a good one. Because their styles are so similar and they're so compared, Tyson Fury, Muhammad Ali. That'd be good too. Yeah. What about you? For me, uh, I like to see Pacquiao versus Sugar Ray. I like to see Tyson Fury versus Mike Tyson. See who the better Tyson is. I mean, anything could happen. This is all dream fights. Um, I'd like to see. This is a tough one. I like to see uh, Triple G versus Hagler. Um, two sluggers. Uh, it's fucking tough to do this, isn't it, on the spot? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I, I just thought of it as we're doing the show. And then I'd, awesome. also, I'd like to see um, – I'd like to see – this is a tough one. I'm trying to think of fights that are big, you know, dream fights for me. Um, I'd like to see Arturo Gotti uh, versus uh, Hitman Hearns. Um, and then I'd probably like to see – Oh, that would be fun. Oh yeah. Ooh, I can't. Oh, I'm just thinking about that one. Animals, right? Just, oh, just thinking about that one gets me. Oh, it moved. That'd be a good one. Dude. <laughs> it moved, dude. You made it move. Yeah, and then <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd like to see. There's so many good fighters, right? Um... Can I throw one more in while you're thinking? Yeah, go ahead. Floyd or Pacquiao against any of the four kings. Yeah. Well, including good. Roberto Duran. Yeah, Roberto Duran, he's no joke. Um, and then I'd probably like to see Roy Jones versus Mike Tyson in their prime because that exhibition fight was, you know. But was, would Roy have to go up to heavyweight? Yeah, and he was going to do it. They were going to do it in 2004, but they didn't, it didn't it fell through. They were talking about it. You know, that's the thing I like to touch on. You know, guys who go up and down and wait, how does that affect them after? Yeah. You know, like you can't go back down 
that is it got most guys who go up have a hard time coming back down. Yeah. I think Roy proved that. Like, you know, yeah, he, he we're yeah, gonna start or for the belt. Yeah. That's like, gonna fight Tyson after he won the heavyweight belt. Yeah. They were talking about it, but it felt how, how many weight classes has he jumped overall? Where did Ray start? Where, where did Roy start? He went into four different weight classes. Right. So he was like middleweight. He went to from middleweight, then he went to heavyweight, light heavyweight. Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. Wow. And that jumped his boy pocket. Eight time champion, eight different divisions. But he started boxing at 95 pounds and worked his way up. No, it was a hundred. I know. I I know. Right. I mean, he worked his way up from the little guys. Yeah. And then one more honor fight I'd like to see because I love Triple G. Bernard Hopkins versus Triple G. I like to see that one. There's so that many. Good, a lot of fun. So many I, I'm not even thinking about Pernell Whitaker or, or there's so, so many names, man. Yeah, I know. Like the That's more I think I about it, well, you know, it's like I love to see, yeah, like Pernell Whitaker in there as well with some of these guys. I mean, mm-hmm. and we're not we, we didn't even think about you know Bradley. We haven't even talked about Andre Ward or so many or, good fighters, dude. Yeah, Andre right? Ward, uh, sir. There you go. Thanks for bringing that up. Andre Ward versus Triple G in their prime. That's a fight that Triple G wanted. Andre Ward retired, and Triple G's like, I'm not saying he is. But Chubba G was saying he's chicken. I would have took that zero from him, but he retired. Andre's amazing, man. You know, Triple G is older than Andre Ward. Wow. Yeah, dude. Andre Ward's like 36, 37. Okay, but see, here's the thing. Now, you're more of a Triple G guy than I am. Yeah. Is Triple G doing this because Andre Ward's him? 38. Right. Is it a lack of money? For no. He's, he's Triple G? G? Well, the thing with Triple G, this is why he's doing it. One, he loves the fight. So he's yeah. in great shape. Yeah. 40 is the new 30 for a lot of these guys. The reason why he's doing it is the first fight, I think 95% of the people know Triple G won that fight. Yes. Let them fight Canelo had it. Okay, let's say that let's just say they're one and one, really. Oh, technically they're not. Triple G has a loss and a draw. But technically, they're most people think they're one and one. This is the rubber match for him. He's so pissed off that he got that loss on his record and that draw. He should be undefeated. He wants those belts. And he okay. can't and plus Canelo with the steroid stuff. The yeah. fight delayed, just a yeah. lot of. Yeah, there was a lot of it. No, I get it. Here's my thing. So, say Triple G wins. So they both have a win and a draw. Now, is there a fourth fight? It might be by Pacquiao Marquez. It might be. Right. It might be. Speaking of Pacquiao, like Jeff Horn, how did you feel about that one in Australia? He got robbed. He got robbed. I watched that fight. He got robbed. Yeah, and he won the fight. It was close. I mean, Horn's a, he's a former school teacher. He came out fighting hard, but it was in Australia. Pocky went. Pocky is the A side. He goes to his hometown. Yeah, that's the champ to fight him. That takes guts, man, to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, do, that. do you think that's going to be a question next week then? Campbell Stahaney, I hope it doesn't go to the refs' decisions, man. Well, apparently, none of the refs are Australian. So, what's that? None of the judges are Australian. I understand. I know, but it's hard. You know, when you got the hometown in there, and so they're really making it hard for Haney. Like his dad isn't there. I know like he's there by himself, man. Like, why are they putting the deck against him so bad? Like it's like it makes me wonder, Camboso. You know he's doing this to to ensure he was like you fucking you're you're depleting your opponent of everything almost. I think yeah, he's his angle is that he wants to fight in front of his hometown. Great, I get it. Bring it there. There hasn't been a big fight there since Pacquiao Horn, so hopefully it doesn't go. Hopefully it's a fair judges are fair. Best man win. Oh, I think the last that. big combat match that happened in Australia. Correct me if I'm wrong, man, or people in your comments. Um, was Adesanya and um, Whitaker, yeah. UFC. UFC. That yeah. was also at Marvel Stadium. Yeah. But for boxing, it was the Horn Pacquiao, right? So, yeah. 
they be a big event. Australians, they love their they love their hometown heroes. So yeah, um, we got that next week. So yeah, here we go. So here we are. We're coming to the end of our show. Um, Chance, you're gonna go hold some bags for some up and coming stars, I believe. Hopefully, hopefully awesome. Hopefully man. The kid, man, they're saying at six years old. My kickboxing coach is from the six to eight year olds. A flying range has the fastest hands of all the kids that do it. So, dude, that kid can punch. He's, oh yeah, he's got a hard punch. Yeah, he's he's bad. got a hard punch. Like I felt it in my hand. I'm like, oh shit, right? I was trying to be all tough and stuff, but I wanted to do one of these. Like fucking legit. Like, yeah, I know. I started bringing there when he was two years old, and he would just goof around, and then three, yeah, yeah, more, about five, and he's got a pair of mitts. He started hitting a little bit, and he's, he's yeah. Not it, no, so. he's got power. He's just got to refine that skill. But I know, I know, he's only a little kid, but yeah. you can see the potential in it, man. He just starts throwing that jab a little more straighter. And... I asked him today. I said to him, I said, Reigns, do you prefer playing hockey, or do you like we call it boxing? It was really kickboxing, same thing. He's like, or do you like? I'm like, do you like going to the kickboxing gym? And I'm surprised by his answer. He said, Dad, I like going to the kickboxing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, hockey, but well, you yeah. know what? I I think it's it's almost because hockey is a team sport, and you mm-hmm. know. Team sports are awesome. Don't get me wrong, but when when you're by yourself, combat sport, tennis players, golfers, you're challenging yourself. Yeah, right. The g- biggest competition you can have is yourself. Yeah, you got nobody to blame but yourself either. Exactly. Really? So I think that's awesome that he wants to go that route. You know, that guy could be our ticket to uh, backstage passes if we keep training him. Right. So uh, I'll start. I'll start training him too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing about our uh, boxing coaches, the kickboxing coach, is that the boxing rings there, the cage is there, but then, like, you know, Reigns will do his half an hour pads and kicking and, and all that stuff. And then when I'm doing it, he turns, Reigns turns the boxing into a wrestling ring. So he's jumping off the top rope. We're doing Cesaro spins with him in there. Coach is wrestling him, just, you know, dropping elbows. So it's kind of like he loves wrestling. It's like a wrestling ring. So it's two for one for him. He loves it. No, it's perfect, right? And you know what? Like I said, I mean, he's at the right age right now where you can develop these skills properly, the foundation of it all. So that's awesome, man. I want to get Aria, you know, if I can, little Miss Miss into boxing. Um, I had her in jiu-jitsu for a while, but she's just too soft, man. She, you know, God bless her. She 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 didn't she didn't want to hurt anybody. You know, yeah. watching her do a takedown, she's like, you know, trying Agent. to put them down gentle with them. Like, no, baby, you got to throw down. Maybe like a karate or taekwondo, where you just kind of stand and do the patterns, and you get used to. You don't have to hurt anybody. I'm gonna get her into boxing. I did taekwondo for seven years, eh? When I was did a you? Teenager. Nice, it's man. good because it taught me the basics of like striking and he never like yes you have competition but mostly to stand there doing the patterns and hitting yeah the i i i did boxing for about 10 years uh not competitively or anything just for training mm-hmm. and to to really understand the sport so you know being able to watch boxing is one thing but to really understand what you're watching is completely different mm-hmm. and so for me you know learning how to throw a punch learning proper technique you know learning how about defense and stuff like that obviously not never competed never been in a ring fighting or anything it was just more skill mm-hmm. and learning the technique side of it for me so but uh yeah my goal is about 90 percent of the people it's conditioning it's confidence, yeah. right love it my the dad was a boxer the martial arts you know what they were mm. well as a kid john claude van damme yeah in sport and street fighter yeah fair play fair those play. two things like hey i want to do this kicking and all this crazy stuff yeah. right no, for sure. Um, yeah, no, my dad was a boxer back in the day. So, you know, he, I got to spend a lot of time with him. And unfortunately, I had to learn the old school technique of training, the calisthenics and the running and whatnot. 
my dad would make me go run and I turned the corner thinking, okay, I can go chill and just walk a little bit. Dude would show up with the car, man. And nice. bump and ba- ba- uh, bump the back of my thighs or my legs or my calves oh, with wow. the bumper. And keep running, keep running. Oh, nice. he made me throw up. Uh, at 10 years old, he, I would be throwing up. Wow. From calisthenics with him. Yeah, the training was a lot more intense and a lot was more old school. Not as forgiving as it is now. No, but back in those days, those guys, you, you would have to find ways to train. Mm-hmm. You know, like old make, school trainers are not like the new trainers nowadays. A little more no. gentle, a little more friendly. Back in the day, they were savage. And everything's digital too. They they have all your monitors and everything on you. Oh, we got to adjust yeah. this. We have to adjust that. Back in those days, I don't care if you had a broken leg. You still running, son? Yeah, they're oh, they're vicious. Right? Yeah. Hardcore. All right, um, chance. Here we are. So you're saying seven. For tank, that's right, seven and under. Yeah, I'm going nine and up. Okay, yeah, we'll call it that. Uh, gentleman's bet. What do you want to do? Case of Coke Zero versus case of Diet Pepsi. Done, okay. done. Can or bottle, whatever you got, man. <laughs> All right, so, there you have it Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, and Coke Zero is on the line. Uh, so for, for a chance to go into a store and buy Pepsi. It's it's sacrilegious as me going into store and buying Coke. Absolutely, I never right? buy that. <laughs> I think I'd rather wear a dress and hold a sign outside a club. <laughs> but hey, let's find out. Either way, we're in we're in store for a great fight. Um, quick mention here: AEW has a pay per view this weekend. Uh, All out, I believe it is. So we'll, we'll we'll come back with that a little bit as well and talk to you guys about that show and. Um, yeah, man, this has been fun. I've really enjoyed what we've done here today. Uh, You've done good work, man. I'm proud of it. I'm very proud of it as well. So that being said, my name is Bobby Sampson. And with me, as always, Chance Michaels. And those, in the words of the great ACDC, those who download, watch, support, and share the podcast, we salute you. Yeah, Fabian and Tarn. Yeah. Um, so that being said, everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, summer's about a month away so we're getting closer and closer uh stay humble be safe this weekend you know have fun do your thing but just make sure you're safe really i can't stress that enough we we all want you here monday morning so thank you and have a good night everybody we'll talk to you soon <laughs>